That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, uh, how much did you need? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? Succeed and achieve at 21, just like Ringling Brothers. Our days in a style. Captivate the mass, cause the prose is profound. Do it for the strong, we do it for the meek. Boom it in your boom, it in your boom it in your jeep. Competition, them Pfeiffer come sideways, but competition. They must me come straight away. <laughs> competition, them five I come sideways, but competition, they must come straight away. About that, it seemed like that it's my turn. All through the years, me Mike has been my best friend. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the house again, um, making a habit out of the four-man group, man. We got uh, my man Justin. Say what's up to everybody. What's going on, everybody that download the podcast? And the big homie Will. What's up, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're just back for another episode, man. And uh, everything's going real good. Had a good day today. I hope everybody else did. I did. It's better yeah. now. I did, too. I ain't off yeah. work now. Made it off work. That's all that matters. Um, all right, man. So, you can leave comments for the podcast on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Search for the Black Guy Who Tips on any of those websites uh, and or program in the case of iTunes. And you can leave us a review. Uh, all the episodes will come up. And, you know, we have feed- feedback on Saturdays where we uh, wake up early and uh, try to shake off the cobwebs and talk to uh, the people who call in and leave voicemails and things like that. So, uh, and you can also email the show 
theblackgowlytips at gmail.com. And you can call the show 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We will play it and we will respond. Um, and let me give a shout out real quick to Atypical Sports Show, uh, which I was a guest on last week, uh, last night. Cool. Um, they hit me up um, on like just on Twitter and were like, man, would you, you want to call, uh, call in and be a guest on the show? And, uh, you know, I grind so hard for this podcast. I said, yes, nigga, let's do this. <laughs> call, you name the designated time, and then I'll designate the place, and I'll designate your ass. They just want to get their followers up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, man, uh, that's one of the podcasts that's uh, one of our inspirations, man. Like, uh, we were listening to them before we even had a podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good to be able to uh, get on with Rob and Key. And, um, them some funny dudes. Yeah, they're hilarious. And, uh, um, we basically just chopped it up about local, uh, well, about the latest events in sports because they had to take like a three-week hiatus. So a lot of shit happened in the last three weeks, and they were relying on me to come up with, you know, the top few stories of the last three weeks. And uh, I thought I did a pretty good job. They had to sneak out the country or something. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> one of them just had a baby, oh, and you know, that'll do it to you. babies they ruin everything. That's what I say. That's my <laughs> mind. I'm trying to get out the house at that point. Like, you know what? <laughs> Let me go to the store real quick, boo, and get this for you. <laughs> you see how take well a bag works. with me. Your wife will be calling you for you get out the driveway. Take man. a bag with me. You no, know, I say parenthood is parent parenthood is the silent killer. Is what I say. You know, it, it just destroys friends. You just you, what happened to that dude, man? I ain't seen him in a month. It's, yeah, you it's know, a baby. First ten years are hard, but after that, then you got somebody to do all the shit you don't want to do. So yeah, I, I imagine that like back in the eighteen hundreds, that was shit. You know, when it was like. God damn, plow the lower 40. I'm going to chill on the porch. Shit, it's nice now. You know, my stepson is 15, so all the shit I don't want to do, I just make him do it. I'm like, hey, go take the trash out. Yeah, right I, just, I just think the, the level of chores have fallen so far that it's not as beneficial as before. Like, what are you, go Google this for me. Yeah. <laughs> Look on Wikipedia, I need to learn how to do this. But that's why you only have one instead of having like seven or eight now. Yeah, that's true, that's true. I don't know how Kate do, does it. I couldn't yeah. imagine somebody arguing about loading dishes in the dishwasher. Put them dishes in the dishwasher, I don't want to. That's too much work. Yeah, man. We have You'll a dishwasher. We have a dishwasher, but I swear we do not use it. My stepson is the dishwasher. Just like my mother said, she said we have three dishwashers, so you can use that shit as a dish drain. But yeah, my parents did that to me and my brother. We had a dishwasher for years, never and they it. they never would use it. Never, it yes. wasn't broken or anything. And uh, as soon as I got my own place, man, I couldn't wait to use the dishwasher. That's some BS. If you got a dishwasher, turn that shit on. Do not abuse your kids like that. Cause I used to be the dishwasher. We didn't have one. And you see how well you turned out, Karen. I turned out great. I, I was be pissed you might standing there watching dishes. That shit like some repressed anger. Yes, <laughs> man. I used to be so angry washing dishes, man. And I was, and I'm so bad, man. If I wash, if I put in dishwasher and something on, I run it again. The thing about <laughs> that's what the dishwasher do make it work. The thing about the uh, dishwasher is like when I got one and it was mine and I could use it out anytime I wanted. For a while, I was just putting like a spoon in there. I put like one spoon and load the dishwasher with all the fluid and be like, "Ah, bitch! Now we're winning. Wash dishes." Um, so don't forget the unofficial sport of the podcast is bullet ball and bullet ball string. Yes, sir. And the official weapon of the podcast, a taser. 
Alright, so um let's get into the Bad Girls Club, which is probably the biggest news <laughs> of the week. No. Ridiculous. Um I want y'all to know I thought I put the condoms on. Because <laughs> I just don't feel safe. Does the clean, serious. Does the, uh, whoever has to clean up the mansion <laughs> after these bitches gone, do they get hazmat suits? Of course, to. dog. It's the same people that clean up police crime scenes and shit. Yeah, like you, like you probably get that same disease they got when they cleaned up the nine eleven towers. <laughs> like whatever that black lung shit was. Like you probably get that cleaning up after those dirty, nasty. Hamsters. Even the new girls, nasty. Yeah, and it's like, what is it about that house where you just come in and immediately, <laughs> like, well, I guess I could just be a nasty motherfucker. And I mean, like, for okay, let's go into some of the details. Um, the first thing is, of course, they got those two new roommates. Yeah. Um, and oh, I, I always draw a blank with the names. Ashley and is it Christina? Christina? Yeah, yeah. Agent Orange. Cause some of the names are starting to run together. Yeah. Like, are you noticing that? Like, it's like, oh, is that Kristen or Christina? Like, what is, what is your name? Um, but all right, name so, is new bitch. Then it's like Kate. Kaylee was one of the old chicks. Now Ashley is the new chick. It's like they're trying to keep me from <laughs> learning all the names or something. Um, How long will the new girls be though? I think they're going to be there the for end. a while. I think they're going to make it to the end. I don't know. They still got one more to bring in, don't they? The, the one that's not a lesbian, I don't think she's going to make it. She'll really? make it. I She'll think she's going to make it. She's going to be down with um, with uh, Kristen and Leah. Right. Oh, see? Well, I don't see her being that long. Her name is Ashley, right? Yeah. The new chick that, that's on both sides. Yeah. She's pretty tight, too. She's pretty straight. Um, yeah, but she is kind of dumb. Like, real, real dumb. Like, when she started talking about how she was going to play both sides, she sounded like she was about five years old. She's like, you know, they think that I'm on their side, but I'm really on my side, and I'll be on the other side. But, you know, I can be on either side whenever I want to, but they better not cross me. Yeah, she's like, I'll be nice to them. I don't care. Just as long as the bitch don't cross and piss me off. Yeah. Like, I think one of the um, things that they prohibit are um, girls with education. Like, yeah. You know, any uh, uh, freshman year of high school college, yes or no? I would love to see what their GPAs were in high school. Uh, if oh, they, they if they made too? if they made it if they made it out of high school, I thought like, like middle school dropouts. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see like them take they, like why can't they have a special episode where they all had to take the SAT and <laughs> if they make it out the SAT with a score of over. Let's say seven fifty. I don't even know what's good on the SAT anymore. Um, well, over I know over a thousand was good when I was. When that I was, was back up. in the day. They didn't, I doubt they, they get their names spelled right. And then they added that two hundred point thing. So maybe other twelve hundred. I don't know. All I know is this: if you, we should say, all right, seven fifty. You get seven fifty on the SAT. We get y'all five hundred dollars today. How many of y'all think that could act, they would actually make it through the test? Because the test takes like four Even or five working hours. together, they couldn't combine with that one. No. You know, the thing is, like when Brandy said she was stripping for seven years, yeah. I was like, him since 15? Is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> and then she said her age. I was like, oh, okay. But damn, seven that's years? Real. She proud. She bragging 17, about it. 18, like, no offense to the strippers. I mean, but. Uh, this, I respect Brandy's hustle so much more now. I mean, not her as a person, but I respect, I, and I, you know, I lost my perspective in the first place, and I don't know what I was thinking, but stripping is a skill that travels. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I know, was, right? I, what was I hating on her? That is so smart. No, yes. 
Like Harley got her job. Yeah, you carry your hustle with you anywhere you, you go. go. She can go like, anywhere. It's like pulling up into a new city and just posting up on the corner and immediately being able to sell some rocks. Yeah, so. that's why she was. Remember when she was like. Man, y'all some broke bitches. Don't worry, I got this tonight. Why y'all always fighting over money? Don't worry about it. It's because she knows I can easily get money at any time. I'm one phone call away from some cash. You got disposable, untraceable income. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Like, if I didn't have any morals or scruples, man, that is a good hustle to get into, man. You know, one thing is, she the only one out of all the seasons that they actually had jobs. Like, yeah. this is the only reality show that they don't have a Cause yeah. they're that dumb. Other people are like, um, I can't have them hoes in my shop. Yeah. Say <laughs> so my ice cream? No, I have kids. Yeah. To come <laughs> no. That's got to be against some type of FDA regulation. Even Snooki can sell ice cream. I mean, that <laughs> shit is bad. They don't yeah. even And then, um, all right. So the Brandy stripping that was a, that was a highlight of the show, just because I couldn't believe that she was able to just go get a job that fast. Like, strip clubs must not have rigorous employment um, applications. Well, you, you know they'll be like, well, if you come in, you can hop up on the stage and see how you like it. They'll let just about anybody who is halfway decent Apparently. try out. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, and I'm not saying that Brantwan is that ugly. Right. But I am saying she's that ugly. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm not, I, you know, it's, I think people like her because she's so skinny, but I, I don't really like chicks like that. Like, I I need some meat. I need You ain't lying. Was it was it me, or were you kind of disappointed with the moves she was doing? I was expecting some... She's been doing this shit for like seven years. I was like, okay, maybe she's going to get up on the stage and do some shit I ain't seen before. I think my expectations were so low that I was more amazed by the fact she was able <laughs> to get employment. Like, I was really like, nah, nobody gonna hire this crazy bitch. And then she walked up in there, shook it up a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, that is right. All strippers are crazy. And, and they right in. She fakes it well better than the rest of them. She does. Because her scenes when she's doing the confessional are like grade A Oscar worthy. Like, you wouldn't know she was crazy as fuck. Like, she's the kind of chick that you would probably talk to on Facebook or somewhere and then end up going out on one date without knowing all these details and then as she starts talking you start realizing like did she just tell me she was a stripper and that she <laughs> was in the bad girls club I don't think she said that because she's actually able to articulate some feelings and emotions and thoughts that seem logical like I'm like yeah I could agree wait a minute this bitch is crazy I remember <laughs> Karen even was agreeing with her at one point because she was like look I'm about like they show her in the confessional you know how they do mm-hmm and she's like, I'm just about going out, having a good time. Why do we got to have all this drama and fighting in the house? And Karen was like, I know that's right. And I was like, Karen, that's Brandy. <laughs> she brainwashed you, Karen. Yeah. She got me. I'm sorry. She put her lesbian powers on you. Yeah. Uh, she talked like she had some sense. Um, all right. So you got Brantois Dodson. Then um, apparently the two chicks that were trying to argue uh, start all the drama and that ended up making uh, Danielle leave last week was what, Erica and... And, um, Kristen. Kristen. No, no, no. No, Leah, Leah, and, uh, Leah and Kristen. Kristen. All right. Yeah. So Leah and Kristen decide they want to go to war. <clears throat> and so they try to use the same tactics on the new chicks that they used on They only use it on one. They only use it on one chick, though. Well, it's not. Agent Orange. They started. Now, remember, they started with the same tactics. They didn't you go to the They don't go to the water right away. Mm-hmm. They do the not talking. 
And they, they try to break you down mentally. They talk shit about you behind your back, see if they can get everybody on the side. They did all that shit, and it worked on the on Ashley. Ashley cave like a little. Well, she was like, I'm scheming. Whatever, you cave. You ain't got nowhere to stand on. You scared. Yeah, yeah, when the shit when the shit goes down in the house. She's the one on the fence, and that's, and that's why I said she's not gonna make on. it. That's why I said she's not gonna make it. She might the not. same way they flipped on Kaylee, mm -hmm. because Kristen got tired of her following her around. Mm -hmm. They gonna flip on on the new girl. They gonna be like, "Hey, we tired of this bitch following." Yeah, around. she did fall in line a little too easy, and that's you know they can't respect that. I mean, it's like a pack of wild wolves. You know what I'm saying? You can't be the weak one in the flock of us. They gonna eat you, man. She definitely is the weak one right now. Yeah, so. But uh, what I was gonna say though. So they, they tried to come at uh, Christina, the lesbian chick, and they was really getting, they was really going in on her appearance. <laughs> like, she looked kind of strong, you know what I'm saying? Sure. They was really going at, uh, at her. She was pissing one time. They opened up the door and, like, yeah. <laughs> surprise attack her. Yeah, they threw, like, they were throwing, like, water and juice on her and all this stuff. They threw all her shit down. Well, you know, it was, they weren't going in on her that hard at first. Because, remember, they were going at both of them, and then they were just like, whatever. But the reason... Leah decided to go so yeah. hard because they she kept calling Leah out on being a lesbian, and oh. Leah is a lesbian. Yeah, hit dogs hurt Holly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and because she erased something in the house. First of all, oh, she erased oh, what Danielle <laughs> left. Didn't nobody give a damn. They didn't even yet. like Danielle. They just was looking for some <laughs> shit to get mad about. They was actually on some like, oh, she leaving too bad. Remember, they wanted her gone. Then when she erased it, they was like, that was for us. You don't do that. No, fuck that. Anyway, so. Uh, basically, they run up in there and they brought a knife to a gunfight because they was throwing juice, flipping her bed over, and I was like, "Yo, I'm sorry, but I would have hit somebody." Right uh, now. Yeah. As soon well, as you start touching my clothes and all that, I was like, "I'm hitting somebody." Well, doesn't that count as hitting when um, when Leah bumps up against her? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I, I, I guess you had to I consider that. Hitting. Hitting. I consider that. I don't hitting. think they. I don't think they go by the same standard rules as most reality shows. <laughs> I think they on that Jersey Shore rule. It's like he, you didn't die, did you? What you what you mad about? Get back in there. Stop coming in the producer's room. They actually did have a fight on the jersey show. Yeah. Like no producer showed up anything. No. But, um, <laughs> all right, so all right, basically, basically they started scrapping a little bit, throwing stuff on each other, and Christina went to the chemical warfare, pulled out bleach, bleach and changed the whole scenario. She shut <laughs> shit down. They, they, she made them bitches go to the hotel. Yeah, they they left. I was gonna say did they she left. switch? They, did she, they had ruined her mattress. She pulled her mattress out of her room and while they were at the hotel, switched it with her mattress and was like, y'all ain't about to ruin my sleep. Hey, man, I respect Christina's yeah. so much right now. But you know what I'm mad about though? What? She did not fuck that shit up while they was gone. She had already fucked their clothes she up when she threw the bleach on her. Hold on. They threw all her shit downstairs, broke her pictures, mm. broke the frames, ripped up the picture of her girlfriend, yeah. her boo. Yeah. And all she did was pour bleach on their immediate clothes. But this, that. Dog, this y'all leaving, y'all can come back with your shit cut up. But this this is the thing, dog. It's it's more powerful just saying, look, all I had to do was do is throw bleach on you bitches and y'all gone. Just imagine what I do if y'all really piss me no. off. Uh, listen, this is what I'm saying. Yes, I sent you away, and I fucked up your shit while you was gone because you wouldn't want to stay here, and I'm still here waiting on you when you come back. That and is, they broke enough. Leah can't afford to replace none of her shit. That is the nuclear option. You know what I'm saying? I definitely understand that, and I, I'm not saying that I'm above doing exactly what Justin recommended. Like, I would hope that I would uh, end it with the bleach, but more than likely, I would fuck that shit up. Just because I'm the kind of person that once you fuck with me, I really want you to feel extremely bad about it. I want you to feel worse than I do. 
That's what, like when we play basketball, people be like, like somebody make a bad call against me. And Justin been around for this. Well, I'm sure you've seen it. Like if somebody makes a bad call about uh, against me, I'm not about trying to make it. I'm not trying to make it even. I'm trying to make you feel as bad as I felt when you cheated me. So I'm gonna wait until some crucial shit and then be like, yeah, man, you walked on that. You know, I might not have called walk on you all game. You might have been doing that same <laughs> walk. walk on you for weeks. Yeah, I might not have called. Yeah, I might not have called walk on you for weeks. You might have been doing that same walk all day long. But the second that you cheat me, I'm like, no, you don't get to do that anymore. Now that's over. Like that's how I would be if I was that chick. It's like, you know what? I don't appreciate y'all ripping up that picture of my girl. I don't appreciate that. And I don't think the bleach is enough. Y'all shouldn't have left the house, dumbasses. Well, see, the thing is, it wouldn't have got to the bleach if it was anybody in this room. It wouldn't yeah, have made it true. to the bleach. Because yeah. as soon as they start breaking my shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm, she, she's strong, dog. And what, what, she could have, she must have grown up in the civil rights Where are they? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> What I don't understand though is where are the producers, man? Where is job? Nobody Somebody was, need to come help. Nobody was swinging, so shit, that's good TV. That's crazy though, man. Like you would think that it, any other reality show, you would think that by the time it got to that point, yeah, somebody in a in a black security shirt would have came out of nowhere. Like, hey, man, come on, dog. And the funniest thing of all that happened, and I guess they was too drunk and stupid to sue. Or maybe they already signed a waiver. But after the chicks left and Christina was trying to clean up her room, she slipped on the water and the juice and fell and busted her ass. And yeah. I was like, yo, could they sue for that? <laughs> she did. couldn't because they were the ones throwing the shit on the floor. Nah, I, I would sue the fucking oxygen. Yeah, I would sue the ox. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure they they got them signed waivers. Yeah, they, they had to sign a waiver. That's why they can, they can't even ride in another car. So yeah, you know, they yeah, got that shit. And did you up. notice too the um they pimping the new girl the um the one Erica that can't drive? She got the new girl riding her around everywhere. Oh, Ashley, wow. Ashley, right, driving everywhere. But, uh, but, yeah, uh, I but her boyfriend wasn't nowhere to be found that episode. Yo, he wasn't. Yeah, I realized that. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that cat, man. I guess he what was his name? What was that dude's name? Adrian or Arian or something, something like that? Adrian, I think. I don't know. Anyway, Arian Nation. It was <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So um, let's move on to some other shit that I was thinking about. I got a bunch of random stuff. Um, speaking of the Aryan Nation, uh, what if the KKK had really nice gyms and like real good memberships and stuff at reasonable prices? They already do. They do. The YMCA. Man, come on, dog. It ain't the same. But that is what made me think about it. Was like, you know, I'm, like the YMCA is a Christian organization, but anyone can go there. You don't have to be Christian to go to the YMCA. You could be whatever. You could be Muslim, Jewish, whatever, and still sign up to go. You can be atheist and go to the YMCA. But don't Christian? I mean, don't the KKK claim they Christians? Yeah, man. But I mean, that's like leaving. Might as well just start lumping everybody in with negative shit. Then I, I love balling at the Y. But I hate going in the locker room. I'm scored for life. I, I, See, I don't think I, I, was, I, I don't think I'm the K, I don't think the KKK would be down with all the, the dicks out in the, in the <laughs> locker room. I was out raped. So ever since then, I just I haven't been the same. So um, and that's like, why you just change before you go to the gym. But like, what made me think about it was with like with the YMCA, right? Like if like if the KKK had gym memberships and like support like the YMCA, would that change their image? No. Mm. Well, I guess it depends. Like, I would get a membership just to fuck with them. Well, now, see, right. Front, that would change their image because then they would put your picture on a flyer. 
And they be like, see, niggas can come I mean, in too. I, mean, like, I, mean, like, I need to be compensated for that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be right there on the front. So as soon as you walk in, you see me. Black people support anything else that's cheap. So I'm I'm sure it'd be full of. I figured, it, I figured, more black it, people in there than real white people. I figure if black people will go see Tyler Perry movies, which is just as racist as the KKK. They will easily go see yo join the KKK gym if they had good prices. Man, you remember when everybody was like, "Don't wear Tommy Hilfiger." Tommy's racist. Mm-hmm. Niggas was wearing Tommy at an all time yeah, high. Then. At so an all time high, they don't care if the yeah. shit if the shit makes them seem more exclusive and everything. Then niggas gonna do it. I just think if it's a good sale, that's not beyond anybody. Um, so uh, the other day on Monday, for for like a couple hours, I don't know if you experienced this, but. Twitter erased everybody's friends list. So, like, it would show you had zero friends and followed zero people. Damn. It was just for a few hours. They and then it, it came back. They did that a lot. Um, I think yesterday you couldn't um, tweet anything for, like, an hour. Yeah, sometimes that, 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 that happens. That's not as bad, but... I've never seen the zero friends, zero like follow. I, like I freaked I out for a second. Once. I do it. Seen it I, once. I've seen. I like it. I was like, yes, everybody equal now. Here's what I was thinking. Now, here's what I was thinking. What if life was like that? What if just like one thing happened and you lost all your friends and followers, man? Like, what if you was Bishop Eddie Long? And <laughs> That'd be good for him right about now. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually, and you did get caught, and you lost all your friends and followers, man. Like. That's gotta suck, man. You had to start all the way over at the bottom. It depends on who you are, man. Some people would love to remake their image. It's kind of like when you go to college, you can reinvent yourself. You can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to be that nerdy kid from high school anymore. You can pretend to be cool. They usually want to last the first semester. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point, though, man. I mean, I'll just... It just made me think about it. This is an offhand. I mean, I like my life, so I'd be pissed off. But yeah, I, I don't want to start up. I'd be upset if I lost a few of my good friends. Yeah, it took really. me too long to get these white people as my friends, man. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work, working. man. I don't even. I, don't I had to go undercover. <laughs> crazy. Uh, uh, anyway, man. So, um, my coworker is she has a friend, a guy who's like her ex roommate, right? And he says, like, you know, like, I, here's the deal. Her, his girlfriend, and that dude, they were like her roommates. Alright, they were dating. They broke up. The old girl, you know, the ex the ex-girlfriend, she moved out. My co-worker, she moved out. But homeboy is still sitting in his crib all alone. So he's needing some like companionship, so he's trying to hang out and kick it with her, go to the bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. But whenever she gets a little uh tipsy or whatever, he or they, you know, at the end of the night when he ain't picked up no chicks. You know, even though they went to the bar together, supposedly, so they both can pick up chicks yeah. or whatever, pick up dudes. So, um, when they ain't pick nobody up, he tries to, you know, see what's up. And she's like, no, whatever. Now, I think it's kind of creepy. And I think that that dude is interested in more than just being her friend. Because it's happened multiple times. And she's, th- but she's on some, it's harmless. It's, it, you know, it's not a big deal. I just think it's a little creepy. And I think that dude obviously has feelings. Because yeah. to him... As a simp, obviously he's a simp. Of course. Him, to him as a simp, he thinks he's on a date. <laughs> she thinks they going out to get people. Yeah. And he probably giving them the no-go sign when they walk, approach her like, Oh, nah, don't, don't even go over there. I, I know I got her drink. I got her drink. <laughs> so you can go ahead and you can take them drinks back to the bar. Yeah. Now, man, man. though, is he, if he's actually trying to holler while they out, and then he's like, Oh, I struck out. I'm still horny, though. She's uh, saying that he's not really 
he ain't on the prowl for yeah. no hoes. She's like, like she's saying that, of course, as a woman, she's waiting on dudes to come to her. But him, as a dude, said he says he's waiting on chicks to come to him. Nigga, go now you them. know. Now you know that's a goddamn <laughs> lie. You know that's a lie. It don't work unless you like a NBA player or got some money or something. Chicks do not come holler at you at a fucking bar while you sitting with another woman. Like I know, I'm sure you know. Just like Twitter, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of exceptions to the rule. But in general, if a chick is out, she's like, I'm waiting on a dude to come up to me. I'm not gonna walk over to a dude with a girl and be like, so what's up with you? And the same way no dude is gonna walk up to a girl while she's sitting there with another. That's guy. what I was gonna right. say. Hey, look, this this is how I look. I up. told I told her this. She's in denial. <laughs> look, she thinks it's all harm because she she's bullshitting. Yeah, she's straight bullshitting because truth be told, she likes having somebody to go out with. So even if she doesn't get picked up, she has somebody. It's kind of like. She's going to date the sucker because right. she knows she got to fall back. Right. And All right. No matter what Dick happens. Yeah, right. this is about to get. Exactly. Well, it's about to get. Well, see, it's even worse than Dick in the Glass because, like, Dick in the Glass implies that she would fuck him, but she got a man or some other options. Dick in the glass is look. He's on some like no dick at all. Like he's a mannequin to her. You know what I'm saying? Like she would not fuck him with a ten foot pole. And he's he's definitely losing on that. And I wish I could talk to him I'll and give him some advice. But you know, it's, I, it's still mutually beneficial because he gets to hang out. It sounds like this is the lamest nigga I've ever seen. Yeah, she he and he ain't got he ain't, when else is he gonna be able to hang around some chicks? What it's about to get so like, so hold on, so he gets to hang around some chicks thinking that he's cool for even being associated with her and then she's like well I got my dude friend here so if these other dudes come up um, like I can tell I'm with him or whatever right. whatever I'm sure he's probably still buying her drinks so she's getting everything see I don't know how the drink shit goes I don't know I didn't ask about that and I should have if, but if I, assume that fuck, he, I assume that he would probably take if care he's trying of to this. hit he's buying drinks yeah I mean the thing is though he's trying to play the friend role so it's a you know simps are like this where he'll be like I'm not gonna buy you drinks. Trust me, this time is different. It's not even like I'm trying to get up on you. So you just get your own drinks, cause we just friends, right, buddy? Ha ha ha! And then at the end of the night, he's like, "Yeah, I'm still trying to get this pussy though." But anyway, man, this is where I was, and I felt vindicated, cause a couple days later, she continued with the story, and she's like, "Hey, I'm thinking about moving to another city," and uh, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And she's like, "So ever since I said that." The dude been asking me about the like cost of living in this other city, and he don't know anybody down there. He just want to go down when she goes down there, and he's like, I could find another job, and the job he's applying for is actually a pay cut from his current job. So he would move four or five hours away to hang out in the city where he doesn't know anybody but her, and take a pay cut. That's all he needs. He probably don't know but nobody but her here. Even still, nigga, <laughs> you, you're taking a pay cut. <laughs> I don't think y'all understand. He's changing jobs and taking a pay cut. Oh, I, I understand. And the cost of living is higher. It doesn't matter. You can meet a new motherfucker. I understand the cost of living. the last girlfriend. Like... I, I think that was in school. That was in school. Did they was stalk her to dump too? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but what's tripping me out is that, and, this, and I, I, like I know that chicks do this, right? So what's tripping me out about it is the whole idea of her trying to pretend that she doesn't see this shit. Cause like I just pointed out, like, oh yeah, obviously he thinks he's in love or some shit. He's simping hard, and she's like, no, it's not simping. It's something else. I'm like, first of all, you cannot tell me 
as an expert on simpology, <laughs> what <laughs> is simping and what's not. I'm, I'm warning you. I've seen Lifetime movies. I know how to. <laughs> I know exactly how the black friend ends I have up. Snapped. Yeah, yeah, I see Snap too. I know how the black friend ends up. All right, it, I, at the end of the day, I always end up being like, "Listen, he said he's losing his mind. He's gonna come down there and see you." And then I'm the one that has to run in when she's trapped in that bathroom that don't have a window upstairs. And I'm like, "Hey, get away from her!" Then I get killed trying to save her ass. I seen Lifetime. It's not going. Down. It's not going down like that, dude. But you wouldn't save anybody anyway. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I told you so. I know. told her. That's why. This, this right now is her warning. When I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not helping you when this nigga flips. On, lady. Like this dude is obviously gonna go crazy because Sims can, like, that's the only thing that Sims can't take is being strong alone, man. Like it's okay for a dude to be simping and him to be in denial and for a chick to just keep denying him until he gets it. But it's different no, when you're no. like, sometimes we can go out, sometimes we can't. Sims can't handle no, that type no, of no, shit. No, no, I think, I think simps are made to handle being strung along. But when they snap is when you finally cut them off. Be like, hey, look, I'm dating this dude now. No, we can't go to the bar. No, you can't come over and have pajama parties and sleepovers. Ah. Watch Lifetime together. <laughs> you gotta stay home. Yeah, when you make them stay home. Like yeah, you know what she does. And she's like, oh, it's okay for me to walk around in my thong. Well, see, man, she told me, she was like, that's like the kind of stuff she was like, well, he's armless. Exactly. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling y'all. Watch your back. This this is when the simp, when the simp snaps, it could go one of two ways. Watch your back. You ain't got a man. You don't know what's gonna happen. You might need to get you a man first before you cut him out. Because simp snap hard. They love hard. They snap hard. She better bring a friend over, another guy friend, and and laugh and joke and hug on him. Wait, wait till you find out when she bring another dude home. I want to see how that goes. Oh, you won't find out. I just <laughs> she, she gonna feel the news. This episode she's missing. I just, I just told her. I just told her. Look, don't log into places on Facebook or don't go on Foursquare. Just as long as he don't know where you at, you should be safe when you move cities. Um, yes, I hate those things. Why the hell it keep asking me? Do I want to tell anybody where I am? Hell no. I would tell them if I want them to know exactly. where I am. Yeah, right? I didn't even let people know I was out of town this weekend. I don't yeah, care. I ain't about to say shit about that. Yeah, just got a new TV. Anyway, be back in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Um, yo, I I know that me and Karen speak English. Everybody in this room does. But you know, I listen to my own podcast to check the quality. And we are country, you know what I'm saying? We from the <laughs> so like, yes, I've been told that a lot. Sometimes, like whenever I see Potomatic and I can see that people all over the world are listening to this, I wonder can they understand what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> all the time, man? Because like sometimes I listen to other people's podcasts, and if it's like I tried to listen to these people from Europe, their podcasts, I couldn't understand shit. I was like, because their terminology is very different and their accents and all that. But I'm sure, like, it's parts of the United States where they probably can't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, it's probably some dude in New York right now. Like, yo, son, change this shit. I don't know what this shit is. <laughs> but um, UrbanDictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted, I just wanted to say all that to thank Outcast because if it wasn't for, <laughs> if it wasn't for Outcast and like UGK and all Scarface. Then we probably wouldn't even be able to have this podcast because people from other places wouldn't even be able to understand what the fuck we talking about, man. Yeah. Um, we listen to a Canadian podcast, Chonilla.com, and I know they speak, you know, English, but it's like a Canadian accent. 
So I just wonder, like, when they hear us, if they're like, man, what the fuck is this nigga talking about right now? <laughs> you know, it's always funny when you hear people from outside the country imitating how we sound. Yeah. I mean, I don't sound shit like that. Yeah. I'm sure they think the same thing about us. I wonder who sounds the most countries out of, out of the podcast. Oh, it's got to be Karen. Karen. It's got to be Karen. Karen. Everybody say Karen, man. Um, NBA 2K11 came out. Mm-hmm. And, um... Some people this, at the EB Games place up the street or at Woodline, they was like, you know, we, you can come pick it up at midnight. It's like midnight. Nigga, nigga. I got a job. Not just that, y'all, y'all on Woodline. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get robbed. This, like, they have been robbed a few times. Several yeah. times. Like, like, I'm, now. I don't go anywhere at the dark if y'all gotta have metal on y'all on y'all exactly. glass. Yeah. Like y'all got metal reinforcing y'all glass. I'm gonna sit this one out and wait till daylight. To come get my shit. When I left that EV Games, I was looking hard as hell on my khakis and my work shirt. <laughs> I, had to, I had to untuck my shit like, what, nigga? Trying to scare the kids. Think I won't die for this game, nigga? Think I won't die? Fuck that, man. I gotta go get uh, Call of Duty when that shit comes out. Me too. I will be getting it at about 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy standard time. Also, I don't appreciate the new thing with EV Games. Where they put an average to not to below average looking woman in EV Games. And then they try to upsell you at the register. Like, oh, because you a nerd playing games. <laughs> and you finally see some titties. You just gonna freak out and reserve everything. I hope not. No, thank you, ma'am. They don't work at the mall. They don't work at the mall. Yeah. Like, what is, they, they, at least in the mall, it's like, they'll try to get a, 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 a cute chick. Yeah. Like, they, they just do some half-ass, regular-ass chick. And she was like, you sure you don't want to get Call of Duty? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. Can we check out? But what about... Getting the one year warranty. No, bitch. Check me out. What the fuck? Yeah, she can't sell you on. You look nice with that game. Yeah. <laughs> sexy on you. I bet you look sexy in your Yeah. And your, what's that chair with the speakers on it? <laughs> no, you, you own the chair with the speakers on it. You might, you might need an intervention. I just love nerds when they play games yeah. like that. Like I wonder. I, I wanted to sit around for like an hour and just see if it, that worked on the other on like nerds. I bet you it does. I was like, oh my gosh, she's touching my hand when she touched the game. <laughs> oh, I gotta have this. Um, so Rick Sanchez talked shit about John Stewart. Said he was a bigot, and he said that uh, Jews run the network and the media. And then he got his ass fired, which kind of proves that Jews run the network and the media. <laughs> now I'm not anti-Jewish. Don't get me wrong. I want to keep my podcast. So. You know, I don't know who's running this. Yeah, but, we love the Jews. But it kept making me think, like, Rick Sanchez must have been the easiest dude to fire in the history of firings. Because if I'm his boss, all you got to do is walk in and be like, hey, man, they making me do it. <laughs> you was right. You was right. <laughs> the conspiracy is true. The Jews are making me do this. Don't get mad at me, Rick. No, Rick kind of strong. He kind of, everybody talking shit, but Rick kind of swole. Uh, you can easily get out of that room without him getting mad at all because you can just be like, man, the Jews put me up to this. You speaking too much truth, brother. <laughs> Sign these papers and get out. I wonder if Mel Gibson has some Jewish heritage. And the reason I said it is because he talks shit about the Jews all the time. Mm. And I think he does that just to get fans 
that don't like Jews. Yeah. Like, like he does it just for them, but then he go back home and call all his Jew buddies. Like it's working, guys. Now I'm getting all. <laughs> well, I hope he's calling his. I was just calling Whoopi Goldberg because the pack of niggas thing wasn't too, <laughs> wasn't too popular. Yeah. No. Said, Look, that was some bad PR advice right there. That, <laughs> that wasn't male. I, like Whoopi said, she's known male his children for years. That's yeah. not. That's not Mel Gibson. Well, I, I play NBA 2K11, and it's the best basketball game ever. It, it took me right back to my childhood. Well, I heard you talking about better than NBA Jams. Yes, you can play as some of the teams from NBA Jam. Like, like, <laughs> like you could go back and get like the only two teams on there that I said they didn't have that I really, really wish they had. They didn't have the Rockets with Hakeem Olajuwon, and they don't have Charles Barkley's sons. Uh, but not against us because Jordan never really had any defining games against those Rockets because, you know, the Rockets couldn't get to the championship when Jordan was there. Yeah, he was retired then. And then the Suns, I think it's because Barkley won't sign off on his image. But He used to. Why won't he sign off now? I don't know. But everything else, dude, I, I fucking love this game. It's awesome. The Rockets should be on there just because they won two back-to-back. I would like – this is my idea. And you know, TM, whatever. Uh, steal this shit. I don't care. I just want to see this game get made by anyone other than EA Sports. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not in the NBA elite. I'm in the 2K. But why can't they just make a one, just a one-off, where you go back, sign, get all the old player signatures, and just do like the best teams from different eras, and you put them in one game? You know what I'm saying? So you can have like the '92 Bulls versus. You know the 1983 Lakers or some shit like that, where it's like I get to see these these teams go head up. Like that would be fucking dope, man. Yeah, that shit would cost a lot of money. You gotta make your. I would pay. I would be over. I'd be willing to pay over a hundred dollars for that game. There was one game they did have like um, a lot of old school players. They weren't on a team, but right. like, you could just. I, but I want them. the actual teams. I want the announcers to have that like dialogue of like talking about old players. Where it's like, did you know? Kevin Johnson, da 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 da. And of course, Kevin Johnson would get hurt every game. But <laughs> the point being, <laughs> it would be dope, man. Is he a sheriff now? Something. Now nah, he a mayor, mayor of Sacramento. Um, it just don't look trustworthy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just keep thinking he's gonna get hurt running for mayor. <laughs> like, calm down, KJ. Um, so uh, Chonilla.com, Speaking of them, Clove, the the guy from Chonilla, mm-hmm. he had a question for us um, about America. Okay. He said, "How can cities allow class to look so differently in America, even if they live right next to each other?" Uh, and basically, my answer to that is that gentrification mm-hmm. is a motherfucker in America. Like, what they basically do is they let poor people move into an area of town. It drives the value of the property down very low. Then developers buy it at a low price, kick the poor people out with the cooperation of the government, of course, move them, some, move them to other subsidized housing elsewhere, driving the value down, probably closer to where other black people live. And the white people move into the new high-rise condos and shit that they're building. <laughs> it's happening in Charlotte. I remember when Fourth Ward used to be, nigga, don't go down there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. like somebody's like, man, you can give me a ride home. Oh yeah, no problem, my dude. Where you stay? Fort Ward. Oh, oh no. Oh, I'm gonna drop you off around trade. You can walk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where you live? Off West Boulevard. Nah, dog. I, I can't make that trip. But now with gentrification, you have you end up get, seeing a lot of places get caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have the poor people haven't moved out yet, 
and the rich people haven't all moved in yet. So you have this like weird mess, mess, uh, mess up, mess up of poor people, poor, poor people, rich people right beside robbing them. rich people that don't yeah. really have no fucking clue. Cause yeah, they're oblivious. Yeah, like I remember my they used to send me emails, my white friends when I first started getting them. They would send me emails and they'd be like. You know, to everybody, like, be careful. So and so got robbed walking home from the bar last night. Like, why the hell are you walking home from the bar in the hood? Yeah, they're like, well, so wait, they were drunk. Yeah, and they were walking by themselves. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, pocket full of cash. Yeah, <laughs> at night. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Rolex watch on. I was like, nigga, don't you know you live in Fourth Ward? And they don't know because a lot of them are moving into Charlotte yeah. and they're moving into this area for the first time. They don't even know how hood it is. Like, they just keep thinking like. That cars are getting broken in by coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, man, you should probably take That's precautions. Area. You should yeah. probably take precautions. You're, you should be running your house like it's a war zone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should, yeah, don't realize you got a few trees and a dope man right behind you. Yeah. They don't like, you think these that. poor motherfuckers that live next to you don't see the nice car? The don't see the TV? They don't yeah, see the look, suit? They move in in the middle of the day. Everybody looking at all this shit. Yes. yes. Yo, like, don't do that. Your neighbor's riding in a box Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> and you riding in a, yes. a, a range. There yes. is a difference. Like, there's literally a bus stop across the street from where you stay. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong, but let's check out the traffic of the bus stop. Oh, it's just niggas chilling. Go out there about 730. It's a pack of niggas. Yeah. It is just a pack of niggas looking for somebody to rape. Now, obviously, you do not want to stay there. But, you know. I think I saw Machete up there one day. (laughs) It's Machete. um, Yeah, dude. I I really did think that. uh, Like, that has a lot to do with it. And then, also, there's some cities like Fayetteville, uh, Detroit, where everything is kind of poor. So, like. Even if you got money, you can't help but live where the poor people are because everything around you is poor. So I remember we was in Detroit, dude. We could drive a block and they would have dilapidated, like, you know what I'm saying, refugee looking shacks. And then the next block would be like a hotel district. Then the next block you'd be on eight mile. Then the next block <laughs> then the next block you'd be like going close to the Greek casino downtown. Like that shit was like uh, uh somebody kids Lego sets of, <laughs> of town, like high rise next to a fucking project. It was it was crazy, dude. Yeah, the thing the thing about when you see that in the movies, when you cross over the railroad tracks, that's that's really true pretty mm-hmm. much in every city here in um, America. That's true, man. Most Americans just don't care about anybody else. Yeah. We pretend with all this uh, outreach, but most of those people pocketing that money. Yeah. Yeah, when they're talking about like, ooh, 40% goes to the actual whatever they're trying to do, I'm like, well, shit, does it take all that money to run this shit? Y'all 40% this goes shit? to what now? Like, if you donate to a um, to a charity or something, and you're like, well, how much actually goes to the starving children in Africa? Oh, out of every dollar, you get 30 or 40 cents. Well, shit, that's not really worth it to me. I mean, yeah. I'm just giving my money to all the executives and all the workers and everybody. So That's why shit. I don't give them that. I need, you know I need what I'm to, saying? I need, <laughs> I, need to, I need to start me a non-profit. I was thinking about it, I mean, man. I get money off But of I would get arrested within like a year because I wouldn't give nobody shit. Yep. I'd be like one good. cent of all proceeds. No, this, this is the worst. No, they'd be like, they'd be like one person. No, 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 one cent of all no, this, proceeds. This, this, this is what you do. Theme. You get you a transportation company, get you a truck company, and then you use your own trucking company to get all the materials over there. Charge a high as hell. Be like, well, look, I can only feed ten kids because the transportation. Costs <laughs> 
telling you. But she had to do like FEMA. That's why it took so long to get supplies and everything together. Because the guy running, he was like, wait a minute. I got to go to the bank real quick. And <laughs> 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 it didn't take me a while to transfer the funds. It was like, uh, this deposit, this is, you know, this transfer is too large. It's going to take us. I just, I just thought it was fucked up when they showed up at Katrina and the FEMA people was drinking the water and shit. Like, come on, man. <laughs> he spent his money to pay yeah, for it. They're, I mean, like, they're like, hold on, I'm going to give you this bottle of water, but I'm thirsty. Let me, it was a long trip. I'm just take a sip first so I throw it up to your roof. Um, alright, man. And then. <laughs> all this water around here, why should drink like, give, give me my Perrier while I taught you distilled toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, so, um, do y'all guys get to wear blue jeans on Fridays at your no. job? No, I mean, every blue moon if I it's do. a special occasion. I do. You do? Yeah, we do. Hey, man. Actually, I don't have a dress code for my job. I yeah. can wear shorts in the summer. Somebody come work for Justin. I know. Right? I know. Um, right? So, like, what is, uh, this is what I want to know. What is it about the psychology of wearing blue jeans on a Friday that works? Because they sent an email out today that was like, we're going to have visitors in the office. And my first thought was, oh, man, no blue jeans. And then, <laughs> at like, a couple paragraphs later, they were like, and you can still wear blue jeans. And I was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm a grown-ass man. I know. It's, it's, like, it's like when you dating a raggedy-ass dude that don't ever do shit for you. <laughs> then when he bring you that one raggedy-ass flower that you think it's the world, they don't give you nothing that works. So when they do finally toss you a bone, that's the best thing in the world. They have succeeded in domesticating me. They have. <laughs> I was really happy as fuck They've to be wearing blue jeans. They made you Yes, I'm their bitch. Yes, I, that's how I, I felt. I think you've reached that pinnacle point where it's like, I've been wearing a fucking tie and shirt all these years, but my production the same. If I wore blue jeans, my production would still be the same because my work ethic is here. I'm not trying to intern anymore. I'm yeah, just, I'm ready to quit anyway. I need to find a new job. This is, I got to get paid to do some shit I like. Like I like doing this podcast. I did. I did a podcast last night with Atypical Sports on the fly. They were just like, "What you doing?" I was like, "Nigga, I'm upstairs. Let's do it." You know what I'm saying? Like this, I would never do that with work. If work called me at eleven o'clock at night, I'd be like, "Ryan, what you doing? Can you run a support?" Nigga, no. Don't yeah. call me. It's a, you know what time it is. How'd you get this number? <laughs> so all you, on the do not call this. All you radio station owners. Listen up, Rod just put in his application and resume all at the same time. <laughs> oh, speaking of um, applications, man, and resumes, I uh, wrote a new blog this today, and it's actually getting a lot of good circulation around the internet. Um, and it was uh, a reaction to the article that we covered last was a Sunday mm-hmm, with Mr. Player Hater from the Player Hater podcast, um, and it was about eight reasons to date. A white man. Yeah. That was the name of the article. I don't know if you guys have read this. I, I've, heard seen it. It. I've seen okay. it. Okay. So I did my response called Eight Reasons Not to Date Black, I mean, uh, to date a white woman. Because that's how I felt. That's how I felt that her article was. Yeah. It wasn't really even about white men. It was just no. shitting on black men the whole yeah. time. So it was really reasons not to date a nigga and then a bunch of generalized stereotypes and racism. That tried to be, you know, tried to uh, tried to make it seem like no, you should perceive this as information to help you when it's really just shitting on everybody. Yeah, she called us everything but a pack of wild niggas. Yeah, and, it, and it's shitting on not just is it shitting on black men, it's shitting on black women. There's a part where it says white men don't have a problem turning a hoe into a housewife. Yep, because you know all black <laughs> women are hoes. Exactly. If you're reading this, you're probably a hoe. Um, and then it's shitting on black men, on white men, because it's basically like y'all would do anything. Y'all, 
You know, if we a hoe, you'll just accept it. You know what I'm saying? And you will marry us even if you're going to get divorced. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like just offensive to everybody. So I said, I need to respond to this, man, in a frank and serious manner to spread the word that, hey, <laughs> black men got options too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I actually had an increase in my, fam- uh, my Facebook friends. Cause uh, like Bomani Jones put it as a link on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people did, and um, you know they they are, they think it's satire, but you know I'm 100 percent serious. <laughs> nah, <I'm just> <laughs> but, um, I tried to be ironic, man. So you know, guys, go check out the blog, theblackouttips.com. I read a couple of the entries, and then you can go read the rest on your own. Um, uh, number one reason they love animals. Yes, they do. Everybody knows white women love animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, white women will not only kiss you on the mouth, but they'll also kiss your dog on the mouth. Mm-hmm. And while many black women don't want to own a pet unless they're going to use it for dog fighting, <laughs> <laughs> white women will welcome animals of all kinds with open arms. The fact that she is receptive to dealing with your black ass means she's already willing to let a savage animal in her house. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see another one. Um, reason number five. They, uh, they have good family backgrounds. A recent survey I conducted among my friends scientifically proved that 0% of white women... That's right. 0% of white women. It's scientific. Yeah, it's scientific. It's based on science. Um, 0% of white women have children outside of wedlock. While stereotypes I gained by watching BET say <laughs> say that 99% of black women have multiple kids out of wedlock and 100% have at least one child out of wedlock. Further research on, on the documentary show uh, Maury went deeper into the problem showing that only one in three black women are correct when choosing who is the father of their child. <laughs> and even though 100% of these women claim to know who is the father. So, <laughs> even they're not certain and it's hard to argue with that kind of science I'm sorry it's scientific I conducted this research and um, I'll do one more point um, white women are book smart and I'll put a, p- a picture of Sarah Palin wearing glasses cause you know to me that exemplifies the smart white woman that's the epitome of intelligence yes yes um White women are book smart. I know can't this. Argue with science. You can't argue. <laughs> I'm talking facts, okay? That other woman's shit was opinion, but I'm using facts. Uh, a research, right there, people. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they people need to go to college, you know. But maybe if black women weren't so angry all the time. <laughs> maybe they weren't too busy dating a pack of wild niggas. Yeah. Moving <laughs> <laughs> to a white man. Yeah, whores man. in the street. <laughs> um, white women are book smart. I know the statistics show that many black women graduate from college. Many will even tell you that they read often. But what are they reading? Old issues of Jet while waiting to get their hair did. <laughs> or maybe they are reading. Are you fancy, huh? Are you fancy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they are reading the latest book by Steve Stephen Harvey on what they just why they just can't find a man and how it's their own entire fault. White women are always reading things to educate them so they can better your life. Meanwhile, sisters are street smart, but how is that going to help you when applying for a home loan? <laughs> have, have street smarts ever improved your credit score? So anyway, that's just a couple of the points. Uh-uh. Go to theblackoutips.com. Y'all can read the whole thing there. You know, you brought up the whole Morris show. It just made me think about that song. Who that is? That's just my baby daddy. Yeah. <laughs> he really should use that for uh, his music. What is he playing now? You remember that one song, That Baby Don't Look Like Me? Nah. Y'all, you gotta listen to that shit. It sounds like it can't, they actually use clips from Mari to intro the song. <laughs> <laughs> like, he got your hair, he got your eyes, 
And then they have Marty coming on. You are not the father. <laughs> that baby don't look like me. You gotta check that shit out. Man, all babies, uh-huh. all babies look like everybody. <laughs> Anybody that's seen? I'm serious. They look like everybody. Even if you ain't just put a baby around a person. In a, come back in the room in five minutes. You be like, oh, that's your baby. It could be a white baby. It could be Asian. It don't matter. All babies look like everybody. Yeah. Well, you, you like know. you is the father, ain't you? All black people do look alike. So yeah, it don't even matter the race. It really doesn't matter. If you brought, you could bring out a Guatemalan baby. Now I might have STDs <laughs> from the experiment, experiments that the U.S. did. That was wrong. You know what well, I'm saying? It's all for science. But it was for science, exactly. But um, nothing can be wrong with this for science. But what I'm saying is, like, you can take out any type of baby, sit it in a room, and I guarantee you, you'll feel like it looks somebody in there is that baby's daddy. It's it's just impossible. That's how Maury is making the same show over and over and over. And I love the dances they do at the end when they be like, I'm not that father. Yeah. They always do the best, latest dances. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do the teach me how to dougie. Because I'm kind of late. falls out. I need to record some more and see if they do the dance. I still y'all. can't figure out why they run backstage. Like, the fucking camera gonna follow you back up. I like how the people that are on the staff are always standing in front of the exit. Y'all, <laughs> y'all ever notice that? <laughs> when they go running around, the motherfuckers just standing there holding like a clipboard, doing nothing, but standing in front of the exit when she's like, ah, I just gotta get out of here! And all they end up doing is running into the corner turn into a ball of crime. You know more before he reads the uh, results. He's like, is everybody in place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does he get that face to not laugh? <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, like, I couldn't. It's been like, I'm 100, 1,000% positive. He is my baby daddy. And more looking at the results. How does he keep that straight face? He's like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. He's like yeah. a good comic. You know, they tell the good jokes and tell the straight face, man. That's what makes the show so Yeah, I I give myself a lot of credit on my ability to keep a straight face in the midst of fucking with somebody, but that's one thing I couldn't do. I couldn't do it. I could not keep a straight face when I look on there and see the results. Because he he even takes the the pregnant pause. Uh, No fun, no fun intended. But he even takes that pregnant pause and he's like, when, when it, it comes, comes to the case of 12 months 12, old, yeah. baby Jaquarius, <laughs> yeah. you are not the father. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as I realize that she's wrong or he's wrong, whatever, I'll be like, when it comes to the... <laughs> oh, wait till y'all see this. The security, the security. It's about to get ugly. Um, anyway, man. Like, ugly like Natalie on the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh. Because oh, we didn't talk about her on the Bad Girls Club. Which one is Natalie? Oh, the new I chick. Run LA. They brought the chick from season four back to this season. I run LA, Natalie. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I like. I, I don't know. I don't know if I remember that season with Natalie because I think there's one season or maybe two that I missed. So I think she might have been on one I missed. So when they show her, I didn't get crunk because I was just like, what? What's the point? But I guess they must have brought her back for something. Oh, so she must have got up. plenty of fights. Good. I want to see some fight. Natalie was, she was um actually realer than Brandy. Good. I want to see. Brandy ain't real. Brandy ain't real though. But Brandy yeah. like to tell up shit. Yeah, she do. I want to see fight fights though. I want to see yeah, tearing up shit. Oh, she was old, fist fight. Uh, Natalie got like three fights on this shit. That's what's up. That's what I'm ready for. And All right, man. got kicked off. Let's do some. Let's do some news. Uh, speaking of getting uh kicked off. Zimbabwean man claims he was drugged and raped by a gang of women. <laughs> wow. Damn. This is the 
best kidnapping in the world. You need to move to Zimbabwe. Martin told you to just squeeze in life. A a Zimbabwean man has accused a gang of three women of kidnapping, drugging, and raping him in the fifth sexual attack targeting male victims in under a year. Wow, the women get tired of being raped over there. Yeah, hide your husband, hide your kids. And your no, sons. Like, hide your wife. Are those some Amazonian type women? No, they're Zimbabwe. I mean, but you know, like as far as statue. Oh, I like, like are they built like Serena and Venus Williams? Is what I'm saying. I don't know, they, man. But I would let Serena. They built like Serena. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, look. I'd be like, oh well, where are we going, <laughs> ladies? There's <laughs> <laughs> no need to tie me up. I'd be like, would it make you feel better if I resist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would you would like it? How you would like it? It's not even up to me. Uh, a police spokeswoman said the 26 year old was offered a lift. Is is it okay? Is is that cheating? If you get kidnapped and raped by uh, women. Like, is your wife going to get mad at you or not? Well, scientifically. It depends. It depends on how distraught you are. Yeah. Now, you come back, you're like, hey, you know, yeah, I just got right. I might have a problem you know, with that response. You, might be with, you know, around your wife, you got to be like, I'm still, I haven't recovered from this yet. Yeah. You got to pretend like you don't want to have sex with her for a little while because you're still scarred. Yeah. But, you know, around your boys, you be like, dog. Four chicks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, they took it all from me. I figured the sex is going to be even better after the rape. Because then you're going to still be thinking about the rape. Like, you like, oh, yeah, man. I'll fuck well, this, this is my thing. When they say rape, what do they mean by rape? Well, we about to get into it. Let me, <laughs> not all rape is sexy. Let me get into it. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I'm on the assumption that it was... No penetration on their part into his nether region. We'll see. <laughs> a police spokesman said the 26-year-old was offered a lift in the southern county of Bulawayo, uh, but passed out in the vehicle after he was grabbed from behind and his face was covered with a cloth. He said he fell unconscious again after being given a substance that tasted like alcohol. After he woke up, he was naked and the ladies took turns to rape him and abuse him. Uh, said the police spokeswoman. The ladies also took his money, about $300, hmm. and a cell phone. Hmm. The intentions by the three women are not clear, but we suspect it was, could be for ritual purposes. The in- <laughs> wow. Uh, ritual of raping niggas. The incident on Friday was... Do you know how many motherfuckers would start? I would be walking the streets right now. <laughs> Just walking, I'm lost. I, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't even have a cell phone to call somebody. I just need help. Oh, hey, ladies, y'all, uh, which way y'all going? I'm going whichever way y'all going. But you know what? It, I wonder what these chicks look like, because you don't want everybody raping you. Well, mm-hmm. the other thing is, too, on Twitter the other day, somebody, um, they posted a pic of, like, different um, strange clips that women have, and some of them, they look the size of some dicks. I was like, uh, that's a man. Y'all trying to trick me. And they was like, no, this is women. I'm like, nah, y'all trying to fucking trick me. See, I don't really click on stuff like that because, you know, I I don't do that. But um, <laughs> I ain't taking the risk of seeing some dick just because somebody's like, this is crazy. It's the weirdest looking clip ever. Well, you know what? I'm actually not interested in that either. Hey, you know what? You're yeah. not selling me. You're not Somebody, fooling me. Your co-worker walk up behind you and see you with a big dick on your screen. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a clip. I promise. <laughs> sure it is, buddy. Sure it is. Um, I promise you. Yeah, I promise you. It could be one of the Don't say different of me. <laughs> Too late. I'm judging. Side eye. Um, it could be one or more gangs involved which is doing this. 
In all cases, the victims are caught unaware and they are given drugs which make them dizzy. A docket for aggravated assault has been opened in these cases. <laughs> so you know the niggas ain't pushing it too hard because it's only aggravated assault. <laughs> know, right? They're not even accusing them of rape. They're just like, oh, no, I'm cool with the rape, but they ain't had to gag me. I mean, I would have did the shit without drugs. They ain't to punch me, man. Shit, that yeah. shit hurt. Yeah, they're like, man, if you wouldn't have drugged me, I could have kept it up a little bit longer. Um, the first attack happened last November when three women kidnapped an 18-year-old man. The Sun Run Herald newspaper reported. In February, a group of four women forced a 25-year-old to have sex with them at gunpoint. Wow. Last night, a 44-year-old man who was ordered to wear a condom was targeted by two women while a man stood guard. A 30-year-old man was also drugged by three women, two of whom had guns and sexually assaulted. Um, wow, it wasn't... I wasn't taking, they saying this because they prostitutes and in the drunken stages they passed out woke up like oh how can I explain this to my wife yeah. I was right honey I, honey, I was right uh, the, the, they forced the, me to uh, come on their face yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had to come somewhere I mean the titties was right there it's, it's, it was a rape trust me I, I didn't enjoy any of it but um yeah I mean I don't know dude it just seems weird I, but who knows man what's going on in this situation but I'm, all I'm saying is just don't drug me you know what I'm saying? Come like maybe over there. All, I, all, I, all I would like to say is like, can I at least see the chick before y'all drug me? Like, I would like to approve or disapprove and be like, oh, I'm gonna need some drugs. I'm gonna need some drugs for this one. <laughs> or, or I would be like, oh no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Y'all got some lube? What are we doing here? Not, take your time, baby. Take your time. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Um, a man sentenced for indecent act. A Halifax man with a variety of issues has been placed on probation for two years for committing an indecent act by masturbating in public. You've slipped over the edge, Judge Michael Shearer told Nicholas Vincent Gesso in the Halifax Provincial Provincial Court Tuesday. Oh, this one's be in Canada. I know. Oh, Canada. I know, right? For the, for the next two years, Gesso must take part in mental health counseling and can't possess weapons. The judge, what the hell does weaponry have to do with jacking out? Well, you know, your dick is the most powerful weapon on the world. You know what I'm saying? That's how I am. <laughs> the black man pitch, you know what I'm saying? Oh, high five. High five, Will, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a black man. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> I got one, yes. I'm not one, no. <laughs> Uh, for, for the next two years, yeah, he can't have a gun. The judge also ordered him to not have any contact with the two women who testified against him and to stay away from Andrew Street in West End, Halifax. Jesso, 32, has seven previous convictions, mainly for breaching court orders. If he, wow. violates, if he violates any conditions of his pro- probation, he will go to jail. The, uh, a pre-sentence report said Jesso has many issues in his life. He began consuming alcohol at age 12. Damn. And, in his mother's opinion, his drinking has been out of control the past four years. Yo, man. Just the last four? Just I know I'm not supposed to. I know. Look, I like Tornilla.com. I like clothes, and I like Shirley. Come on, man. This shit sounds soft as hell, man. You can't just be jacking off in public. <laughs> and then they be like, well, you know, he started drinking at 12. And his mother says he's been out of control the last four years. So, mm, slap on the wrist. Let him go. <laughs> Man, let's live, live to jack off another day. So how many? He got seven opportunities to, to jack off. Yeah, and well, it's about to be eight. Um, Jesso was convicted in August after two women told the court they saw him unbuckle his pants 
and began rubbing himself outside an apartment building on Andrew Street on the evening of July 19th. Oh, no, man, that nigga's just adjusting his nuts, man. Yeah, you know what, though? Technically, they just said don't go to Andrew Street anymore, so... Yeah, he can jack off other places. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go to Martin Luther Don't King and jack off. Look, no. just stop carrying, <laughs> stop carrying weapons and jack off on another corner. Is it too much to ask? <laughs> Around two different women. That's all. Not all women. Just these two. Well, Man, it's not like all of them testified. Just greedy. Just, yeah. What? Want everybody to see it. One of the women said that she, <laughs> what she witnessed, made her pretty sick to her stomach. Uh, oh, what a Is hate. she a lesbian or something? Like, yeah. Stop hating. Every time a man pulls out his dick does not mean he wants you. Exactly. Jesus. Your, your <laughs> yeah, that's why she hating, because ain't nobody pulling their dick out. Look, a little fool of yourself if I have to ask myself, lady. Sherrod uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't believe Jesso's testimony that he was only urinating after having a dozen beers at a nearby bar. Sherrod uh, didn't believe oh wait. So he said he was just taking a piss. Which is <laughs> That's still a lot But it was, I mean, come on. We've all taken a piss yeah, in public before. You do not have to jack your dick to piss. I know how dicks work because I have one. <laughs> yeah, you don't, no one pisses like that. I would never urinate in public. I, I can only urinate. urinate around hot women. I'm like I'm like R. Kelly. But. I can't urinate with my dick itself. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's the other thing. Nobody can uh, piss with a hard dick. It is fucking hard, man. No, it's impossible. Dude, morning wood is the hard. In the morning, when you have to take that awkward piss where your dick is too hard, you gotta like lean over like and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Leaning like a ninja and shit. Like, I don't know why I thought I was the only one who did that. No, no, that's that's, that's <laughs> every man in the world. Yeah, every dude. Like, we should have. Why don't urinals come standard in every bathroom? That's the only way to piss in the morning, dude. Like, you gotta. Pop one foot on on the ground, one foot on the wall, or some shit, just to get the right angle. That's why people piss in the tub. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Oh, don't do that. That's nasty. Don't worry, I would never do that while you was in there. Oh. I always wait till you till you just about to get in. One of them, crime attorney Jennifer McLeland said that Jessica will be placed on house arrest for three months, followed by a year's probation. Defense lawyer Peter Planeta argued for a year's probation. All right. Um, <laughs> at least they didn't blame it on the on music, because otherwise Dave Chappelle would be in pretty big trouble right about now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Canada is getting it bad this podcast. I'm sorry, uh, Edmonton. Oh, all, yes. <laughs> all it took was a few seconds for thieves to swipe a single mother's wallet from her Edmonton workplace, and a few hours to empty her bank accounts. Ooh. It feels violating. It really is scary," said Randy Pliska. On Tuesday, 28-year-old salesperson. On Monday afternoon, Pliska said she was at work at the Brick Mattress shop downtown. Now, who the fuck would buy a place, go buy a mattress at a place called the Brick Mattress? <laughs> the Brick. Because it's like sleeping on a brick. Is that what y'all <laughs> do in Canada? Really? Oh, Come on, now. Come on, son. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you going to go to the Brillo Pad, uh... Uh, toilet paper store. Like, <laughs> this shit is the opposite of what I want. I would like the Feather South. What? Can you direct me to the Feather South Mattress Company, please? I would like to get a good night's sleep. Um. Anyway, uh, downtown, when two women came into the store, one distracted her while the other one swiped their wallet from off the counter. Two hours later, the thieves phoned posing as bank officials to notify her of suspicious activity. They requested banking details, including her PIN number and her address. She unknowingly provided the information. That's Word. Dumbass right there. She needed Word. her La- Last stole. time I checked, BB&T ain't coming in and shaking me down for nothing. She needed her stuff, though. She needed it. She yeah. needed it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, it's survival of the fittest. Teachable moment. In half an hour, the culprits drained about $3,600 from her accounts, including a few hundred dollars from her toddler's savings account. They sounded legit. I wasn't thinking about it at all, said uh, the Fort Saskatchewan. What? Saskatchewan? Oh, okay. Fort Saskatchewan resident. Pliska said she was saving cash for her son's first car at college. They stole from my three-year-old son. How sad is that? Um, Pliska's... So she's saving for the college education or the car for college? Both of them. His first car. Uh, yeah, she, he's a toddler, so I guess she got time to, you know, build up past that $200. Okay, my son's first car will be an old rusty piece of shit. Yeah. And if you want something nicer, then I think that's a, a I think that's a cultural thing though, because my dad ain't never talked about paying for me to go to college <laughs> ever. Like that was not a conversation we had. We had to get a scholarship, get a job, join the army, or move out. <laughs> that was it. Out. That was it. It was like it was like the Friday. You know, it's like you got the first of the month bills due. You ain't got nothing on the table. You gotta get the fuck out. That was how I rolled, man. And I got my scholarship. Can we settle out the court for a dollar for dollar riches? Yeah, I don't know. It's gotta be a cultural. Ah. It's a, like it's gotta be a cultural thing because I always kind of chuckle to myself when I hear people say, like, and then they spent my college fund. Like, nigga, that's not your money. <laughs> you didn't earn a cent of that shit. They didn't. They spent their money that they was thinking about giving you so yeah, you can go to school. That's how I see it. And they changed their mind looking at your senior year. Yeah, career. how about you study a little harder? <laughs> that's right. And if you decide not to go, I'm going on vacation. Uh, Grand Prairie ISD aide fired over note on student's arm. Oh. What is an ISD? I have no idea. A Grand Prairie ISD's teacher's aide lost her job after writing a note about a special needs student at Fannin Middle School. The message was intended for the student's mother. It hurt me because it made me feel like they didn't care about her and that they didn't respect her, said Jackie Baldwin, the student's mother. The incident, the incident happened Tuesday. The aide wrote with a marker on 11-year-old Makeda Christopher's arm Call Jane tonight. <laughs> if you respect this, Tarzan. Wow. Call Jane. This is Tarzan tweet. That's right. If you respect, if you respect this child, there is no way you would have written on marker and down her arm in a classroom where there's paper and pencil. I know that's right. I mean, but. Come on, man. You, they might lose that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, you think about the environment. Like, yeah. Recycle. Be green. Word. Word. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I try better not come home with no damn markers. Um, Baldwin shows News 8, the communication notebook that comes home with her daughter every day. Inside, there are notes from teachers and other aides, but she said the aide, in this case, elected not to use the tablet. Baldwin met with the principal and the aide Wednesday morning. She said the aide admitted to writing a note and mentioned that she forgot to include a phone number. So she didn't even put the... So who's really the retard here? <laughs> I think it's the lady that wrote the note. Yes. How you gonna... Call Jane tonight. <laughs> Jane who? She's walking outside the door. Jane! What the fuck did you want? Anyway, I got your message. <laughs> she, what's she supposed to write on her arm? What is the number? Go back to school tomorrow. <laughs> this shit is making Canada look horrible. <laughs> I hope she's not from America. I don't even know where this happened. Though. I don't even know where this happened. I thought you said it was, that one was in Canada too. Grand Prix? I don't know where that is. I'll just assume Canada. <laughs> but I, I have no idea. Canada, get your shit together. Or Grand Prairie. So maybe that's America. Anyway, man. This is a special needs student, Buck Meyer said. There is a process in place already to communicate back and forth with the parent on campus. Obviously, that was ignored. So, yeah, I, pick up the phone, teacher. Speaking of teachers, 
teachers sat for schoolgirl rape tweet. As a he tweeted about it. Right? A preschool teacher Damn. in Gothenburg in western Sweden has been fired after he tweeted about wanting to rape little girls. Oh. <laughs> How the fuck would you put some shit like that out? Um, I mean, hey, look, as a Twitter celebrity, I'm telling you, it's a lot of pressure to be funny and to be edgy all the time. And sometimes you just crack under the pressure. You say, I got to rape a little girl. You know, ha, 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 just kidding. Well, to be honest, though, this is not minority report. Like, he should, if he feel like tweeting it, he should be able to. I agree, man. Just, I mean, and, and then yeah. just blame it on his account. Then. Freedom of speech is what I say. I'm with Dr. Laura on this one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> blame it on his account. Um, Unfollow him. As a consequence, the 21-year-old man's first work day at the... <laughs> his first day? <laughs> what the fuck? You got fired on your day off? How did, <laughs> how did he make how it... How did you get fired on your day How did he make it past the interview? <laughs> like, if he did... If he thought this was appropriate on day one of a new job... He couldn't even be right until he got a check. He just Did started. Did you know why he was in the classroom? Uh, I don't know. I was kidding. I, I, I thought he was. Interview, and the little, little schoolgirls walking by him like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Did I say that out loud? Disregard that. Yeah, this is a private thought. I better tweet it and send it out to everybody. Um, as a consequence, the 21-year-old man's first work day at the preschool was also his last. Uh, the preschool principal received a tip on Monday morning about the Twitter post. The name of school, preschool, start 9.30 a.m. Think I will rape six to seven young girls. Damn. The man wrote on Twitter on Monday. <laughs> Good God. Using his he iPhone. He need to be fired. I'm no, sorry. No. That's, that's, that's too no. deep versus I'm just joking. I mean, you sitting in the classroom full of small children. Yes. Everybody knows you have to put semicolon parentheses after that so they know it's a smiley face and you just joking. You can't just say that with no LOL on the end. He said six to eight. <laughs> six to seven young girls. Damn, that's... Hey, at least he was ambitious. You know, some people say, hey, why? let's just go down there and rape one girl. And some people like, well, let's just rape them all. Like, he just want to start out with one. Because he was like, well, if I rape six to seven, that's like raping one 21-year-old. Yeah, and what's funny, too, is yeah, like, why didn't, like, why isn't Antoine Dyson looking into this dude? Because, obviously, this dude's trying to rape everybody up. Because they ain't in the project. You solved the case. Yeah. <laughs> Holla at me, Antoine. I think I got a suspect. I informed the parents. Um, some choose to, chose to pick their children up earlier. <laughs> who are the ones? <laughs> hey, who are the parents that decided to let their kids stay? Well, look, I ain't All got the, enough PTO to be bringing your <laughs> taking the day off. All the parents that care was like, oh, I'm coming to get my child right now. The other one's like, uh, Johnny, I think he said girls, right? It was, like, it was like, hey, look, squeeze your booty hole. What is the other thing? They did fire him, right? Um, so, yeah, it was his last so day. So why did they need to come pick the child up early? Like they fired him after the after school like day was they, over. Yeah, like how they went to the end of the day. Like um, I need to come to the office. Well, the problem was that a lot of these kids were on his Twitter list, and they retweeted him. And it was Follow Friday. He was like, I'm, follow, I'm following you. I'm following you. I'm definitely following you. I'm following about six or seven of y'all, if you know what I mean. That um, child would have stayed in school that day. Like, uh, the teacher going right. Uh, they safe for y'all. Uh, dude, <laughs> you said that now, man, but as a parent, you probably first thing said to get the I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I have no doubt my parents would have told me to stay my ass in school. <laughs> I have no doubt. If I would have called my mom and been like, some teacher sent out a tweet about raping kids, 
And he got fired. They'd be like, uh, what are you doing out of class? <laughs> this, why, why I hope this phone call is coming from class. <laughs> um, is the teacher beside you? <laughs> uh, I called Later I called the police and asked if they could trace the message. When I read it, they thought it was very serious, so they came here. The principal continued following the Twitter feed on which the substitute teacher also wrote, Ha ha, a little girl thought my name was Max. That was too cute. Smile. Got, what the fuck was wrong with that? Got myself out of changing diapers all day. Cool. Read a letter post. Followed by finishing at 5.30 p.m. Dying. Dying for what? To rape some children? Um, okay, so now he have a child of his own and he's talking about he don't have to change diapers. That's what it sounds like. Is that what he normally rapes? And now he's First of all, he should be arrested just for having boring ass tweets. Like I don't like people. I don't like when people make tweets that are just like going up the street, ha ha ha. Like <laughs> peanut butter jelly sandwich, yum. I unfollow those people. Um, the principal suspected the new substitute teacher since the tweets appeared during the man's coffee and lunch break. The principal also said the p- police took the man in for questioning. The substitute teacher confessed immediately and now is is now under suspicion of being a threat to groups. And may not be able to return to his temporary position. May not. <laughs> what? Uh, look, put him in the bed. I did it, I place. did it, but I promise you I won't do it again. Yeah. I'll right. never tweet my thoughts out again. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, don't let this happen again, mister. <laughs> you think you're slick. We'll be reading we'll be reading your tweets from now on, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, create a false account if you want, buddy. <laughs> I'm following you. Um, Cleveland looking into five dollar pedestrian fee at Brown Tailgating Lot. Yesterday, we brought you a story about the Cleveland Browns fans being charged a $5 pedestrian fee just for walking into the parking lot used for pregame tailgating. What? They, they must have lost a lot of money when LeBron left. That is exactly what I was thinking. Wow. Um, uh, speaking of, he killed the other day at his game. Of course, he's going to be doing that all year long. Because Dwayne Wade is hurt already. Uh, I know Wade was hurt. What do you understand? Yeah, hamstring. Yeah, oh, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. For two weeks. He'll be all right. My point is... It's a sign of the season. I'm telling you. Man, LeBron James is the best player on their team. Look, I'm talking they about play that shit. Hurt. They played that shit. They're like, look, James, you're going to take over the team, but to be a smooth transition, Wade's going out for two weeks. So, Man, uh, even, go ahead and take the let game. Let me tell you something, dog. Let me tell you something. Wade could be 100% healthy. That's LeBron James' team. Period. He's a... I'm not He's LeBron James. They're no, I'm talking, I'm talking to Will. I'm talking to I know, but what I'm saying is... They don't even need a smooth transition. I'll tell you what's a smooth transition... Both y'all be on the court at the same time. We'll see who's better. It's LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Ta-da. Yeah, but you know, for all the all the naysayers and everything, they're like, oh, yeah, he's taking over the team. This is D-Wade's team. You got to you gotta appease the fans to keep them coming. And actually, a comment you made earlier today, too, on the morning Jones. Which one? Um, I don't even remember. You had called in. It was about, um, I think it was about Randy Moss, about the trade and how people was mad at LeBron. But the oh, owners, yeah, the yeah, owners, yeah. I think wasn't well, it, it was most? it was Julius Peppers. Oh yeah, the Peppers. He's back in town. You know the the bear. He plays for the Bears now. They're playing against the Carolina Panthers. Oh, he beat the hell out of And uh, of course, know, right? of course, be like that. of course, Julius Peppers is. Everybody's worried that he's gonna kill Jimmy Clausen. Which he was. Even yes. though when Julius Peppers was here in Charlotte, people constantly shitted on him. Yes, they did. And said that that he wasn't playing hard and he wasn't that good and he didn't deserve all that money. Blah blah blah. But why you so damn scared? Why you so scared then? <laughs> why you think he gonna kill your franchise quarterback? Anyway, what 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 I was franchise quarterback. What I, what I was laughing at was they said um, everyone got so outraged with LeBron 
And one of the main points they said was, well, why didn't he at least tell Cleveland? It's that hard to pick up a phone, LeBron? If you're not going, if you're not going to stay, you already know you're not going to stay. Why don't you just tell somebody? Well, last year, the Panthers never picked up the phone to tell Julius Peppers whether they were going to renew his contract or try to work out a deal with him or he could leave or not. They just left him on the hook the whole time, even though they could always throw the franchise tag on you at the last second, so you can't really make plans with another team. So they just left him in limbo and then just never called him, never contacted him, and he basically said, okay, I guess y'all don't want me, and left. And this is a dude that was loyal here. He did stay yes, he here. Was. And he, you know what I'm saying? He played out his time. And nobody's outraged at the owners for treating him like shit. Because owners have better PR than players. Everybody wants to be on the side of the owners for some reason, even though 99% of us in our regular lives are employees. And we never root for the boss at our job. Yep. So I don't know. I just thought that was really And the owners shady. the reason your ticket price is so high. Say that again. So, speaking of um, owning, Lou Dobbs made a big name for himself on CNN with his nightly rants against illegal immigration yes, and, companies, and companies that hire undocumented workers. But it turns out he's not too opposed to <laughs> practices in his own home. The nation uh, investigated Dobbs for a year and found that the former TV anchor has long relied on such workers to take care of his multi-million dollar estates as well as the horses he keeps for his daughter, Hillary. A competitive show jumper. More than half the workers in the horse industry are illegal immigrants, and they make up about 28% of the landscaping workers. Wow. Each this November. Is more than that. It's a yeah. lot more. Than These that. are the only ones we can count. Each November. <laughs> That's the ones that filled out the census paperwork. That's right. Each November, all five of Dobbs' showing show horses are shipped to Florida, and the workers tag along. Undocumented Mexican immigrant Marco Salinas worked in Dobbs' stables for two years. Pedro Gomez, also illegal, has worked for Dobbs in Vermont and Florida. So has Marco Esperanzo, another Mexican worker. Rodrigo Ortega, Ortega that sounds like the cast of Starface, <laughs> uh, who worked in America 14 years, tends to Dobbs Garden. The workers report long hours, low wages, and no overtime play. So yeah, he a hypocrite. That sounds like some old Abraham Lincoln stuff. I freed the slaves and something on my own plantation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I freed these slaves over there for y'all. My um, business. Uh, uh, U.S. offenders. Uh, you know, I heard today that uh, they're actually putting the Emancipation uh, Proclamation up for auction. Like they're selling it. It'd be like, well, you know, since uh, I, some some racists go and buy it and burn and be like, well, there's no documentation anymore. <laughs> Back to slavery, niggas. <laughs> hey, Sharpton or somebody better get on that. I'm just saying, Obama, come on, fast, fast <laughs> film. These white people ain't fucking around no more. Uh, U.S. offenders unmonitored as tagging system fails. Thousands of U.S. sex offenders and prisoners on parole and other convicts were left unmonitored after electronic tagging systems shut down because of a data overload. So we got Damn. so many sex offenders, we overloaded this database. Uh, BI Incorporated, which runs the system, uh, reached its data threshold of more than 2 billion records on Tuesday. Damn. Uh, man, they really are raping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, left authorities, the This left authorities across 49 states unaware of offenders' movement about 12 hours. Oh, for about 12 hours. So I guess Hawaii was okay. Or Alaska. I don't know why... All those offenders don't move to other countries where it's okay to have sex with a boy. 
Um, it probably costs a lot to move, and I mean, it's just work day freedom. They probably can't get passports. Yeah, and plus, I mean, why not just become a Catholic priest, man? You rape all the little boys you want. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, new birth. Yeah. Just, <laughs> all you gotta do is go into church, man. It's free. They just giving the little boys away. Um, anyway, man, this shit is scary. That's Passes all. the rights. Um, I don't want to read this. Let's see what this is. Oh, some rapper had tweets and YouTube videos that end up getting his ass indicted. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, Darwin. Keeping it real goes wrong. Um, a rapper who boasted on Twitter about beating a murder rapper is a violent drug kingpin who flooded Brooklyn's Gowanus houses with crack and heroin, the feds said Wednesday. Here's what I don't understand. Drug, rappers want to be drug dealers and drug dealers want to be rappers. Why? Why? You know that's why I changed my name. On Twitter, right? Because you want to be a rapper? Nope. Because I was listening to um, 50 Tyson and something else. And I was like, man, these dudes just rhyming over reason. Like, it's like it's all about the rhyme. It don't make no sense at all whatsoever. Everybody want to kill each other, sell right. drugs. Like, they don't do that in real life. After they hang the mic up, they ride in a lamp, sob, or Volvo, probably, <laughs> to their suburban house where they don't allow niggas. Yeah. Well, not 50 Tyson. Nah, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> but, um, where, um, so, like, why, why, why'd you change your name, though? Uh, just that, um, mainly, I think, too, because I kept listening to Rick Ross. I was like, it's not making any sense. <laughs> so, you just changed your Twitter. What's your Twitter name now? Um, rhyme Over Reason. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. I didn't even know you. I knew you changed I it. I didn't know what it was, too. I knew I saw somebody tweeting Rob over reason. I was like, I guess it's just another nigga to follow. <laughs> yeah. I should probably follow him back. I don't know. <laughs> Keep spreading the word about the podcast. So I just appreciate it. Um, uh, all right. So Ronald Rob Diggs Heron <laughs> cha- charged with his name. No, he was going to sell his drugs. Yeah. Uh, you a name with some street cred, son? What's that chick's name? Rod Digger or something? Well, he's Rod Diggs. Not Rod Digger. My nigga. Big difference. Uh, charged with eight others in federal indictment, provided prosecutors with a wealth of incriminating evidence in his YouTube videos and his Twitter musings. He tweeted that he's he has five thousand niggas with him with them Lorkins, which is handguns. Oh, ready thank you. That's ready people like me. Ready to turn <laughs> Well, you got the can translation. They got Lorkins or handguns. Thank you. Ready to turn the pigs' kids into orphans. Pigs Federal court. police, I know that much. Hey, you're on to something. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the videos depict the ex-con wearing body armor and brazenly firing guns at a target range. So, like, this drug dealer had to go to the target range so to film his rap He broke the law well. I just feel like X-Con there was a rap line. Ex-con can't shoot guns. Yeah. I feel like they're not real In guns. New York, too, right? Yeah, I'll be like, In them, he boasts that he ordered a shooting from his hospital bed and beat a body, a reference to his 2002 murder acquittal after two witnesses were threatened and refused to testify against him. What? Heron warned against people snitching and mentioned a murder of the in the Gowanus houses housing project of a victim who reportedly helped authorities, assisted U.S. Attorney Shreve Ariel and Carter Burwell. Okay, this is some, about this, no, 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 the, the thing is, this is some bullshit. No, this is some bullshit because 
all of this, if I was him, I'd be like, man, I was just talking, man. I'm just trying to sell records. I blame OJ. I mean, it'd be different. I do. When, when, I, when I heard this, I was like, okay, is he going to say something like, I dumped the gun with my prints on it in the, in the trash can behind the 7-Eleven? First of all, we don't know all the lyrics. This is just what they're revealing. I know, um, but this shit is not, no, man. Well, I'm going to tell you why I blame OJ, because he wrote the book, If I Did It, and, did, and never went to jail for that particular crime. Yeah, that's so, true. people think they got OJ type lawyers um, to get him off of crimes, but no, it's. Uh, Alright, so he says. Uh, it, the prosecutor said Haran was wounded by a rival drug dealer in 1998. The gunman was killed two days later by Haran's cousin. Haran, 28, was arrested by NYPD detectives early Tuesday outside Club Amnesia in Chelsea. He was arranged in, arraigned in Brooklyn Federal Court in order to hell without bail. A loaded 9mm <laughs> handgun was found in the glove box of the Dodge Charger that Haran was riding in. That shit ain't mine. You ain't gonna find my prints on it. The driver, uh, Caraballo, said after taking cops on a brief chase along West 29th Street. Uh, Haran's crew had been linked to four killings, but none is charged with three count murder, three count indictment. Uh, Brooklyn U.S. Attorney Loretta Lynch said the crew victimized an entire housing project. Undercover detectives made more than 65 drug buys for members of Heron's crew at the Gowanus houses since 2008. Many of them were recorded on video that could put the dealers in prison at least 10 years. Heron could face up to life in prison if convicted. So he's not actually being arrested for what he said on YouTube. No. He's actually being, a, he's actually being in trouble for having a gun and getting... You know, other shit. It's drug dealers. Like it sounds like you said he was sentenced to hell <laughs> without, without parole. I sentenced you to hell. Maybe that old man from uh, New Jack City shot him. Yeah. I dollar to him. <laughs> I sentenced you to hell. He is kind of stupid though. Um, yeah. Keeping weapons and stuff when. Yeah, seriously. How your boy keep the weapon? I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a rap about all the crime I do and see if it go on YouTube and see what happens. Like I was like, I, I was ran the stoplight. Yeah, <laughs> I downloaded 12 CDs. You ain't heard of that. Yeah. I was going Fuck 65 into 45. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm gonna rap about some shit they can't exactly prove because they can break prove you download some shit. No, I'm talking about. I, I want to get caught. I want to see. Uh, I want to be one of these stories. I gotta be an internet. Yeah, celebrity. probably get a deal selling vitamin water or something. I'm hoping. Something I mean, like you know, if I can get one hit. I just need to get on. I'm almost famous. I'm on the precipice. They'll put you, they'll put you on the cover of 2K11. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 2K12. Uh, Senate votes uh, to well, turn down. <laughs> Senate votes to turn down volume on TV commercials. They should legislation to turn down the volume on those loud TV commercials. Should say loud ass TV commercials that send couch potatoes driving for their remote controls. Uh, looks like the, it'll be it'll soon become law. The Senate unanimously passed a bill late Wednesday to require television stations and cable companies to keep commercials at the same volume as the programs they interrupt. That's right. The House has passed similar legislation before it can become law. Minor differences between the two versions have to be worked out, such as some type of pork stimulus project that probably gives all kinds of money to people. <laughs> They're like, we can all agree to turn down these uh, TVs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. good. I need a million dollars for that park. <laughs> you know, and it's only BET with the loudest commercial. No, it ain't. Nah, it's everybody, but BET got the loudest stuff. Actually, yeah. you know what it is? It's not that BET got the loudest commercials. It's that they got the lowest quality volume on their TV show. Yeah, they turn this shit all the way up. up. Like, what is free talking about? I well, see, I don't know. I don't watch. T- I don't watch commercials. That's the, that's yeah, the beautiful thing about the DVR. But yeah, anyway, we can all agree on that. And the name of the bill is called the Calm Act: Commercial and Advertisement Loudness Mitigation. 
Really? So they couldn't wait. They, you know, they was looking to fit that out, that uh, fit that in there, so they could say calm, just mm-hmm. calm down. <laughs> I don't know what else that's gonna be attached with that. Like you know, they always the cost of this is like they always slide something. Yeah, like, I, I guarantee, man. Oh, yeah, somebody's gonna have a highway named after them. Yeah, rich people taxes. Made. Rich people taxes ain't gonna go up that three percent. This how they get it passed. <laughs> They're like, yes, uh, Obama did did pass all the tax cuts for the poor people, and uh, we're actually gonna charge the rich people the three percent more. It's good for America. <laughs> Except when we passed this bill about the commercial. <laughs> like, look, just read the first page. Don't worry about the other 350. Yeah. Just sign the shit, nigga. nigga I swear they be handing Obama bills. Like, just sign the shit, nigga. What's taking so long? So all this fucking read. Yeah. <laughs> Damn nerd. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You think you guys think I'm Bush, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you know, people was mad as hell when they had to move from Obama to uh, from Bush to Obama. Cause you know you probably can just get Bush anything. <laughs> like sign the X right here, right here. Okay, like, cool. Can like, I go back to chopping, <laughs> chopping wood in the park? Like, yep. there, there are too many big words in here for you to read this. Yeah, just sign. <laughs> He's like, cool. Well, going back on vacation. The ice cream sandwich and a pen. Sign this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, firefighters in rural Tennessee let a home burn to the ground last week because the homeowner had to pay the seventy-five dollar fee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gene Cranick Gene Cranick of Obion County said his family lost all of their possessions on the September 29th fire along with three dogs and a cat. Damn, Damn that's cold. See, I wonder if Pet is going to uh, be hollering about that. Like, you could have put the fire out, but you let them animals die just because they ain't paid the $75. Yeah, I don't know. Peter seems to be chasing... The glorious type pursuits. They yeah. Peter don't be on this shit Unless like this. Unless this man had a thousand cats and dogs in there, they're not. Although I'm sure they are mad. Don't get me wrong. Oh, they yeah. just if his name ain't Michael Vick, why get why yeah. send a letter? Because they say nothing about hoarders. Yeah, that's sad. That's um, <laughs> they could have been saved if they had put water on it, but they didn't do it. Credit said. The fire started when Credit's grandson was buried, burning trash near the, the family home. Now, if you don't pay your seventy-five dollar bill, why are you burning trash near your house? Because they don't pay for garbage pickup either. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they at? This nigga's just trying to save a few bucks. <laughs> uh, wow. The fire started at Crandon's grandson. Okay, burning trash at home. As it grew out of control, Crandon's dialed 911, but the fire department from the nearby city of South Fulton would not respond. We wasn't on their list. Now, they could have corrected that. <laughs> but they wanted us to know exactly what but kind of rednecks was It wouldn't be accurate. No, they wanted all about <laughs> unbiased news. They wanted reporting. to know exactly <laughs> what kind of rednecks these people so were. So now the newspaper want to report accurate. Yeah, they might as well say trailer home. Uh, <laughs> we can't be bothered to get the details on Obama's health care, but let's put this detail in the story exactly as it was. It's not a trailer home, it's a modular home. Cranny, <laughs> <laughs> who lives outside the city. Cranny, <laughs> who lives outside the city limits, admits he forgot to pay the annual $75 fee. The county, do you think he was like, my check was inside, it's, but it's burning up. If you put some water on there, I go get my checkbook. They're like, no, 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 buddy. <laughs> Somebody's got to learn a lesson. <laughs> no, with it being a mobile home, like, just let the wheels down and ride off. Push I don't it. even, I don't even know if it's push mobile. It. I'll just ah. push it, push it down a few feet away from the plane. I just assumed it was mobile because of the improper English. So that was a stereotype. I assume it's mobile too. Uh, Credit said he told the operator he would, he would pay whatever is necessary to have a fire put out. The offer, the <laughs> his offer wasn't accepted. <laughs> what are you like? I'll suck your dick. Uh, all right, $25 and some. I got some Pop Tarts inside. 
Come on, man, please. Oh, man. I, I, also, I wonder if the fire dude's just sitting there with his arms crossed, like, nope, now well, you learn your lesson. The fire truck just pulled up, <laughs> chilling outside. No house. lights on. It <laughs> <laughs> just pulled up, chilling, like, yeah, Eating nigga. a sandwich. <laughs> what well, about $75? They was toasting, like, s'mores and shit in the fire. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is yummy. Uh, professional career firefighters shouldn't be forced to check a list before running out the door to see which homeowners have paid up, said Harold's some dude. Yeah, you know, how did they know? It wasn't them. Wasn't it the dispatcher or whatever that was like, nah, we ain't calling them. You ain't pay your bill. Nah, I guess they called him to keep the other shit from burning down. I wonder if he said, like, listen, I know I haven't paid my bill, but I need for y'all to come out my Why? house on fire. Is this Ain't this a public service? So they put water out on the fence line out here. They never said nothing to me. Never acknowledged. They just stood out there and watched it burn. Yep. So basically, they came out there to make sure it wouldn't burn anybody else's shit that did pay their $75. Wow. And then it was like, uh, I guess you should have paid your $75 and got in the truck and rolled off. Wow. I guarantee you somebody in City Hall just, excuse me, just didn't like him. Cranny, who is now living in a trailer on this property... So <laughs> he had a house. He, he had a house, but now he's got a trailer. So we was almost right. <laughs> we was like ten minutes in this story away from being right. I mean, really? Are, was it just a nicer mobile home? And they call it? No, a home? no. What it was is he had a double wide, and the other half burnt down. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because I can't see you going from one trailer to a house all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't see it. Insurance, <laughs> Sorry. insurance is going to pay for what money I had on the policy. It looks like. But like everything else, I didn't have enough. Uh, yeah, man, you might want to just not pick up that six pack of cure cores and uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, stop sleeping with your sister. And the last Canada news, so. the last, the last news item of the day comes from Canada. Uh, a drunken brawl broke out among a group of women at a Vancouver Island bar over the weekend after one woman blocked another woman's view of a male stripper. Like, bitch, get out of the Pac-Man Jones, who was it? <laughs> Uh, those, were the, those were the men of steel from Jamaica. <laughs> no wonder he wasn't on the last episode. Well, you know, a lot of women want to see that helicopter dance, man. They they freak the fuck out. Uh, more than 100 women were at a fundraiser in Nanimo's Cavalati Lodge. Never heard of it. On Friday night, watching a man dress as a police officer peel off his uniform when a woman who was standing on the chair refused to get down after another onlooker argued she didn't have a clear view. I guess one woman assaulted another woman who was blocking her view, and then all hell broke loose, <laughs> said Constable Gabe ah. O'Brien. Another reason not to date a black woman. Four squad cars responded. Ah. Ah. We all know they black Police? Oh, they was black. They black. <laughs> they angry? They fighting? Oh, they strippers? Club? Come on, man. You heard my article. <laughs> Anything bad is attributed to black people. Stop trying to help black women, Will. <laughs> Jesus. You know, white women are too classy for sure. You know what? I got a lot of Facebook friends today after they tweeted, after uh, Bomani Jones and several other people shared that article. And I guarantee they just friended me to see if my wife was black. I guarantee. <laughs> like, is he joking or is he serious? <laughs> well, haha, games of the fools, you guys. Karen is actually. Has revitaligo. She's a white woman. <laughs> she should have said that. You have pictures on your page, right? Yeah, we got pictures oh. of me and Karen together. I'm proud of them. Um, <laughs> I hope you are. Police arrest five women after the alcohol fueled incident, but charges are not being recommended. Police plan on taking the video. Oh, maybe they was white. They're not even charging them. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> they always charge us. You know, no, they gave them some blowjobs afterwards. Yeah, charges are always recommended when they arresting the black people. That's all I know. Um. 
Alright, man, so this has been another episode of the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say Dad again. That as in D-A-T. And I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I am Rhyme Over Reason. And make sure you guys, you know, keep in contact by emailing the show, the Black Guy Talks, the Black, the Black Guy Who Tips at gmail.com. Or you can uh, go to our blog, you know, theblackguywhotips.com. Make sure you go to Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, search for The Black Guy Who Tips. And uh, you can also call the show 704-557-0186. Uh, that's 704-557-0186. And uh, don't forget to donate to the show. Uh, just when you go to the blog or our Podomatic page, look on the right-hand corner. Click on the donate button. You know, we're providing this entertainment for you. And also, I really do really appreciate everybody that spread the word about my blog post today. Um, it's really getting a lot of uh, hits today and... You know, I really do appreciate you guys doing that, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to, you know, stop stop these black women from getting married to brothers. I mean, that is the point <laughs> of life. <laughs> tired of this shit. I'm tired of seeing regular racial couples. I, do I hate when I go out and I just see two black people together. It make my lips curl. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, what's yeah, wrong with you? Niggas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, until next time. I love you. I love you too, baby. Peace. Itinerary for the next flight uh, Stress life, best life Got a clear purpose From the airport to the tele-concierge service Brainstorm till it gets to where the rooms be Another reservation, another room key Can't assume he's the same as other dudes bees Other niggas couldn't walk in bees shoes, please Another sound check till his mic sounds best People lined up outside the club crowded Yeah, but does it end right here? Why should I settle when it could be more to my career? Game. Got a few hustles made They gotta feed they peeps So they had to hustle cane But they ain't all no Plus they wanna touch the range In the club throwing cash Strippers love the rain Blowing four figures in the spot In one night Hoping one chick gets impressed And wants the one night Stand